1: legal, investment, or tax professional.
2: All right, before we get into this quick pod, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to our three sponsors, Bet online They're the best gambling website out there. Go use them. We use them for everything. You can bet on anything you want. Go over to Online. Use code ARMCHAIR. Uh, also, Manscaped, we talked about them. It's Christmas time. Get your brother, get your dad, get anyone you know, Manscaped. The Perfect Package 3.0 is the best package you can get out there. It's got everything you need. Again, use code armchair at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and it gets you free shipping um and then lastly i want to give a shout out to toppling goliath they're our newest sponsor we will have more on them later but i've said it before the pseudo is the best beer out there pale ale the the king Sioux, the ipa like they've got it all they're growing they're getting bigger everyone loves them go use them asap go buy their stuff they're in lawrence they're everywhere shout out toppling goliath
3: Almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Get it in for
2: 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Meyer. Touchdown. Touchdown. Meyer. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Alright, folks, what's good? Uh, quick little instant reaction for you. The Kansas Jayhawks just won a another. Ugly gross basketball <laughs> game, but doesn't matter. We say it every time a win's a win. B turn, A B is off right now, not here, but B turn, how you feeling? That's that's a great win. That is a great win.
4: Yeah, winning's better than losing. And I love how you had the same mindset when we got on here to talk that KU fans would have melted down if we would have lost. They would have said this team's gonna lose so many games. We're we don't have any scores. Dave's terrible. But now that we won, they'll probably okay, will act like we're going to end up winning the Big 12 or have yeah. a chance to win it all. Something
2: like that. It is wild what one point can do to a mindset. And I mean, it. I think it's going to give our guys confidence, too. But like, yeah, the difference between if Ochai misses that layup somehow or they score on that final possession We are in full meltdown mode and there's things to be very worried about. There is some big question marks with this team now that we should be concerned about, but the thing is we win (laughs) close games. We are the team making the plays. We're making the stops when we need to make stops. And at this point in the season with such a weird year, that's really all you can ask for. So I'm pumped. I feel great. I, uh, Ochai Baji's really good at basketball. That's 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 the conclusion I've come to after tonight. Yeah, I'm not – I think – well, he was at 47% from three before
4: the game, and then I think he was four of seven tonight and eight of 11 from the floor. And super clutch. I feel like past years he kind of shied away late in games. But, yeah, we were down seven late, and Tech was getting like every offensive rebound. They are way more aggressive, and it felt like they could maybe pull away. And then Dewan hit a late – clutch three i'm not sure how it went in but and then ochai hit one too i think to give us the lead so yeah just super clutch down the stretch and that zone kind of threw tech off too
2: yeah that was uh i always love when bill goes zone because you know it means well it means one of two things we're getting (laughs) absolutely torched but it usually means he just sees something where this like I think he could very well see that Texas Tech is not a good offensive team and can see that they were just giving the ball to McClung, who which we can talk about that dude. I he's gonna if he sticks around, he's gonna be hated because the flopping and the kicking the leg out and just his style of play and the way he looks is just infuriating. But <laughs> I loved the move to go to zone. It almost backfired with Shannon hitting those three. What stat were you just telling me about Shannon? He's what's he made, seven threes on the year? Um, he, he was two of nine oh, from three going, going into this game. Oh, that's insane.
4: I know. I thought – beginning of the game, I thought McClung was going to end up with like 30 or something. I thought he was – because late in the game, I, when it was tied, I was like, McClung's going to be the one that hits clutch shots. And it ended up being Shannon. Shannon was – he was 11 of 44 from three in his college career before tonight. Dude. Like 25%.
2: Last year he was like 9 of 45. So. It was – uh it was pretty interesting uh, that final three shannon made self you could hear him screaming no threes no threes <laughs> what do we do just let the guy launch but that was one of those shots where it was like all right if we lose like that it's like whatever but the uh, <laughs> we got to talk about these final moments because it all happened so fast i'm trying to like collect all my thoughts because the game literally ended 10 minutes ago but like dave I mean, we've talked about Dave. He's not good. There's no other way around it. He might get good. He might improve. But at the current state, he's not good. And for Dave McCormick to think in the final moments of a game, to catch the ball at the elbow, the free throw line, and just turn and chuck with 10 seconds on the clock, was one of the more just – I'm like, where's the self-awareness, dude? Have a little bit of like understanding that your shots aren't falling right now.
4: Do you think any? Do you think any KU fan in the whole entire world thought that was going in? No, in- the best part about Dave, like it's so funny too. If he makes one shot, like makes a layup, that dude gets so confident. Like to start the half, he, he, yeah, to start the half. I think he had a little uh, turnaround hook shot that went in, and then he had an one three, and then he caught one on the baseline and shot one of those crazy, yeah. nasty, janky jumpers that he does um but yeah he's so funny
2: you know how uh you know how coaches always tell their players like next play next play when they make a mistake we got to tell dave the opposite like that man (laughs) is so in on next play that he doesn't care if he's missed his last five shots he's chucking and i kind of want us to be like hey dave last play you just i mean you tweeted the video of him short arming a two-foot jumper hook shot or whatever It's one of the worst shots i've ever seen (laughs) And the dude doesn't have confidence, which is a positive. It's a good thing. But at times, it's just infuriating that he's still doing what he does. But, hey. I know. Literally. Yeah. So, he, I mean, the last the
4: probably the last person on our team I want to take a longer than 10-foot jumper
2: with the game tied. Or were we down one? Yeah, we were down I one. Down one. And he, here's the thing. Dave made those shots last year at times. Now, he didn't shoot so many of them. But, like – I see – I have, I believe that in practice he makes some of them, but, again – Yeah, the way they the, – the way they talked him up before the season that he's going to shoot threes.
4: And then we've seen him knock down jumpers at KU. I mean, it's not like he's hit a ton, but he showed he can shoot it pretty well for a big man. This year, I don't – I mean, I've missed probably one or two games, but I don't know if I've seen him score outside of, like, three feet. No. Like, he has not been making jumpers. I wonder – I don't even know what his field goal percentage is this year, but –
2: it's just he's, Lord, he's got to have the awareness to just maybe pass up a shot one time, just one time. He's a, he's a <laughs> decent passes, and I think he needs to kind of focus on that and let the offense just come to him. But
4: I said, he's I joked, with you, what he's, a, he's at 41% on the year field goal percentage.
2: Which you, th- you think about, we would just went from dope who shot what 77% or nah. 99 <laughs> It's just not so that, doesn't... yeah, he shouldn't. Shooting
4: uh nine shots a game big dave he's still averaging double figures maybe i don't know how many he had tonight but
2: he was close i just don't
4: i don't i don't understand why he can't
2: rebound either that's the The thing when the ball hits his hands it's like his hands are just like rock solid like the thing bounces off (laughs) so hard but i don't want to just bag on dave because that was a great win that was a great team win and i joked with you before the pod that Dave taking that shot, the ball actually went out of bounds. CB crashed the boards incredibly well to get that ball deflected off tech, and we get the ball under the basket. And Bill Self, man, we've been saying it forever. He's a magician under the basket, out of timeouts. He's just incredible. And that play, we've been watching KU basketball since we can remember. Bill Self has been running that same inbounds play forever. Ran it to Macklemore. Ran it to – Wiggins, Wiggins yeah, guy, and teams still, teams still get beat by it, and it worked. And I'm credit to Marcus for seeing Ochai there, wide open. But it's just hilarious that Bill still can just outdo these coaches late in games. And there's nobody better, in my opinion, at in the final moments of a game that Bill. Said. Yeah. Yeah. So, did we call a timeout
4: after that? I can't remember. I f- I think it was like Bill just. It gave Bill opportunity to call out an inbounds play, and
2: I know I think we did call a timeout because I remember Twitter having plenty of time to roast Dave for that shot. Oh yeah,
4: <laughs> dude, that was such a clink to it. I feel like it almost hit the backboard from like ten feet. But yeah, Ochai was there for it, it. Felt like five seconds. Luckily, Marcus found him, and
2: yeah, it was. It was huge, and like I said, I mean, I mentioned the CB like crashing the boards there. Like that's the thing this team is doing. This team is not doing anything pretty, other than Ochai shooting. Yeah. Outside of that, we're just we're winning gross. But it, those plays, like the play CB made there, and I mean, even just Jalen that drive earlier to get that ball up on the backboard and looked like it had no chance of going in, but it goes in. Like we're making these little plays that are just coming up huge and the other teams aren't and so I'm still very concerned about this team because we don't have a playable big man we don't have the typical point guard but we're proving that we can win and just yeah that's huge so
4: yeah that gives you uh confidence later in the year I mean the Kentucky game obviously Kentucky's not really good but that game was super ugly the whole game and just had to get huge stops and Make free throws like tonight. KU was 14 of 15 from the line. It felt like we were a terrible free throw shooting team all year, but they only missed one free throw. And then Tech missed a lot. Tech missed a good amount of, they were 11 of 18 from the lines.
2: So, something we, we didn't talk about is that's one of the worst whistles. And I, I, I hate fans that constantly complain about refs, but like some of the calls tonight, Jalen gets taken out of the game on one of the worst charge calls. <laughs> the tar- just lost it. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember the last time KU got that bad of a whistle, and we normally get a good whistle. So, like, we recognize when we get a bad one, and that one was bad. <laughs> bad.
4: Yeah, I know. It took
2: one of probably our
4: best score out of the game early in the first half. I feel like we could have built a bigger lead, but I just don't like how is everything a charge? It's clear. like you, like, literally, it's true. If you fall, it's a charge. In like, like you, don't, you don't have to be set, you can be running, you can be moving, it doesn't matter.
2: I was, I tweeted this, but it's like Texas Tech style is just horrible. Their offense is horrible. The way they play defense, where they just flop, but it's like, how can you blame them when these refs are just so easily tricked into thinking everything's a charge? I mean, it's hard to be mad at them when it works. So it's crazy. Something has to be done about the charge because it's just out of control in college basketball.
4: I was thinking during the game, what if Mitch played 40 minutes? How many charges would he draw?
2: Mitch gets another year of eligibility, man. He might, he might be looking down that Texas Tech roster, like mm, I might transfer there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Ochai's uh,
4: Ochai's twenty-one of forty-four from three now, so I think I think it's forty-eight percent.
2: I actually close to fifty. I, that's funny because and he's been I, clutched. Yeah, I had someone text me during the game. Shout out to Bryce. He he said, so when Oach has an open three what percentage confidence are you it's going in right now and I was like honestly I'm like at 50 to 60 percent that that dude's just going to make it if he's open and it's hilarious that he's actually close to shooting a legit 50 percent like he's good man his shot looks better he doesn't have that little hitch he he leaves it short sometimes but other than that man when he makes it it is pure He is a good shooter and that's huge because we said before the year we needed him to improve and he has
4: yeah, and I feel like he hit a clutch three against Kentucky late, too. Yep. And that one tonight to go ahead was, yeah, pure wing wide open. Kind of looked like he was off balance, too, and he still found a way to get it to go. And then he had the game winning layup, too. Yeah. Obviously, not a tough shot, but he had the he, game. Like I said, he'd shy away late in games. Last year, it would be Dot and Dope. the offensive run through them, and Ochi would kind of sit on the three point line. But yeah, he's, he's been super active. Like, we talked before this about how that stretch when we were up three. I think it was like CB took that late uh, – or first it was DeWan. DeWan dropped the pass, went out of bounds. CB got the charge called on him, and then CB took that uh, fadeaway three. And then in between there, Oach was like dribbling on the fast break after he hit a three and threw it away. No. And they were about to have a breakaway layup, and he came down and blocked it out of bounds. And I think they could have tied it or took the lead. I don't remember,
2: but – yeah. That effort was that, incredible. That goes back to what I was saying. Like, we aren't doing it. It's not pretty, but we make plays like that. Like, that play by Oach to correct his mistake, get back, block that shot is huge. Um, have we even talked about the fact that we've now won 30 straight conference openers? We have not. It's just insane. Like they-
1: <laughs> by now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them but did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrustcapital.com to start investing today. That's itrustcapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional.
4: They've played, I mean, they've played ranked teams. they played on the road. Like 30 years in a row three decades or 30 games in a row, it's basically
2: 30 years, 91. I mean, it, I don't think that streak's getting talked about nationally enough because like it, it's not like, like if we played the same schedule every year and we played a really bad low level big 12 team, the first game of the year, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I get it. But like, we've won at OU, we've won at Iowa state, we've won at Texas. Like we've won home games against good teams. Like, it's crazy that Roy Williams and Bill Self have not lost a home opener. I guess Roy would have a ninety-one, but yeah, big home like opener. Like fresh off probation and all that. So, like, how crazy would just a regular season
4: thirty years in a row when I feel like that's a ton. Like just beating a non-con, but like a conference game, and it's not yeah. a lot. Like tonight on the road, I know obviously the crowd's not crazy, but you got a team that played a national title a few years ago great coach they're down seven with like nine minutes left yeah. they just I don't know that's crazy like I wonder what the second longest streak is
2: it can, I mean I'm sure Gonzaga has a really really long one probably since Fuse been there at least so I bet they're close to that but whew, I did bet Gonzaga wasn't winning every game in the early 90s so we've got to have that right. by, by quite a bit but I just hope there's someone out there that's bet
4: KU on in conference openers 30 years in a row. I guess maybe we were big favorites in some of them, but yeah, you hammer, you hammer money line every time you're fucking rich.
2: Yeah. I, uh, uh yeah. It, the stuff that Bill Self continues to do, like, it's one of those things where you just, like, I don't think we, I think we do appreciate it, but I think when Self's career is like <laughs> over, you're going to look back and be like, oh my God, like that dude was.
4: Insane. Yeah, and we're just so used to it by now. Yeah, like he outcoached one of the best in the country tonight. Went to the zone, switched to man. They didn't. Like Tech couldn't score. The only way they were scoring was Shannon throwing up deep threes. Like no one else was scoring. The whole half, really, it was off. uh, Offensive rebounds.
2: They were just passing the ball around, settling for a three, which is exactly why we played zone. So. Yeah, I like I said, I always get happy when I see Bill do that cuz you know he's doing it for a good reason. Like he's always I trust him when he's making those decisions. But um man, I, I think did, that stretch from like what were you going to say? Well, no, go ahead.
4: I was saying that stretch from like the 1930 mark to whenever we scored again was one of the ugliest stretches I've seen from KU basketball.
2: I know. It <laughs> It felt so bad, and you. I remember just kind of sitting there, like when we have those stretches. I kind of just sit there, and I'm like, "Holy crap! Like, what is this team gonna do? How how it? It's like we'll never score again. But it, it just takes that one falling. I think oh Did O. Hit the three to kind of get us back to at least playing real basketball. But yeah, I, I don't really, I don't remember, but yeah, that
4: was gross. I mean that because a lot of the time our offense is just it's weird but they just watch Marcus dribble like he dribbles at the top of the key between the legs tries to get to the rim. usually if I mean I love Marcus but it feels like it's either a charge or he throws up a wild shot
2: yeah I mean the five guard is just not like it it seems like it should be so much more exciting and quick moving like lots of ball movement but yeah, Marcus, and I'm not sure it's his fault, but Marcus does kind of just pound the shit out of the ball for, like, 25 seconds and then drive in. But,
4: yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it was it was 34-26 with, like, 19:30 left, and then Ochai hit a three with 13:28 to get us down one. Luckily, we were only down four in that stretch because they cannot score. Tech is just – they're so lucky they, they're that well-coached and can defend because,
2: that yeah. shit's ugly. They're, they have no bigs. I wish AB was on this pod. I wonder if that's why he's not because I told him before yesterday's or on <laughs> Tuesday's episode, I said, Tech is not good. Who do they have besides McClung? And I stand by that. I think Tech, I mean, they'll finish fifth or sixth in the league, but they are very much a, a level below KU, Westpaw, Baylor, in Texas, in my opinion. So I uh, will accept an apology from AB anytime now. He's kind of always been a tech dick rider, it feels like. Oh, he Remember, he loves this style of basketball. He loves Virginia. He loves tech, and I can't stand it.
4: The, obviously, uh, they lost to uh, UMBC, but the next year he was like, dude, put your life savings on Virginia first half, Virginia game, and he was so into that game that we watched over at his house. Yep, he was right. Um, we got to talk about Jalen on the last possession against a guy who was on fire.
2: Yeah, because I don't know
4: if I—that's who I wanted on him. I knew the ball was going to Shannon.
2: Yeah, I mean we and knew. Jalen locked his ass. You knew that Marcus was going to be on McClung, but yeah, I guess I never—I didn't think about who I wanted on Shannon. I would have probably thought Oach would be our second best defender in that spot, but. Yeah, Jalen did exactly what he needed to do. Forced an incredibly hard shot and didn't foul. I I was convinced we were going to foul in that spot. The way those refs had been blowing the whistle, like, I was like, this is going to for sure come down and free throws Yeah. <laughs> I bet
4: Bill said that so much on that possession. Don't foul. <laughs> Tech shot 32%. Yeah. 32%. What we shoot? Couldn't be much better. 40. Oh, 40. We made wow. one less shot. They put up 15 more shots than we did. Yeah,
2: that's what happens
4: when you – I just – like, I wouldn't have been heartbroken if we lost. It just felt like a – I don't know. I don't know. It just
2: feels – I just feel like we're better than them. Well, it would have just been a – yeah, like, in the grand scheme, it wouldn't have been a bad loss. But when you're actually in the moment watching that game, you're sitting there, you're just like, there's no reason we should lose to this team. They're not good. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Tech fans might have felt the same way, though. Yeah, that's true. I think that's how everyone – I don't know. AU feels right now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the game is just so ugly. I think the thing I just want to point out is Creighton last week, Ochai scores zero, we win the game. Tonight, CB, 0-5 from the floor, two points, we win the game. Like, we've said it, Dave, Marcus, they're not getting it going. They're not playing well, but we still are somehow winning games. And I think that's – the if you're looking for something to be exciting, excited about for this season, it's the fact that this team is nowhere near – what it could be. I'm not saying it'll for sure. I'm not. For, I'm not saying David Marcus will be studs by the end of the year, but you got to think they're both gonna shoot better from the floor and improve a little bit. So, yeah, crazy how we keep pulling these games out. Dudes are just stepping up when they got to step up.
4: Yeah, I feel like we've said all year that we got some dogs, and yeah, like you said, Creighton game. Jalen basically hits a game winner tonight. DeWan and freaking Ochai hit huge threes. Ochai basically game winner. Kentucky, they pull it off that's three ranked teams. Yeah. I know Kentucky's not anymore, but at the time
2: we, they find ways to win. I feel like we got some dogs for sure. You sneaky got a very good resume going too. like, we pick up two wins here. If we win our next two, which I, I will say, I think is very unlikely. It would be very impressive if we do that. But if we pick up our next two, like we got the best resume in college basketball by a lot. I would think. Yeah. God, those two are going to be tough. i
4: God, it sounds crazy since they're both at Allen, but I'd be probably satisfied with a split. Those teams are good, dude. Yeah, I would
2: too, just with circumstances and no crowd. Like
4: you be- there's gonna be there's gonna be ugly five minute stretches like tonight where we hardly score against those defenses. Yeah. And then West Vaughn has a ton of size and they can D up. They might press our ass, which is scary because Marcus is shaky sometimes, man, dribbling. Mm-hmm.
2: Especially against like when teams bring the double, and I don't know. I feel like he's kind of slow to get a, get rid of it, but yeah, this DeJuan, was. Dewan will probably play a lot in that game. Yep, yeah, which I'm comfortable with. I will say Dewan and Marcus on the floor together is kind of sketchy because they're both just huge liabilities sh- shooting wise. But Dewan is so solid, just so solid. But <laughs>
4: yeah, Ochai had 23 of our 58, which is kind of crazy. We only had Marcus had 10, but those are the only two in double figures like Marcus, Dave and CB was oh five. 5. Marcus and Dave were both both three of 10. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean,
2: Marcus is not going to keep shooting. I mean, he's never going to be a 20 point a night guy, but he's not going to go three of 10 every night. I just refuse to believe that. Dave might. I can certainly see Dave doing that because Dave. If, oh. It feels like every
4: night it's like one guy that saves us. Yep. Or that's, one guy that goes off.
2: That's a, that, We said that before the year. Like, it's just this team doesn't have that bona fide superstar, but we have guys. We have plenty of experience. We have the guys that have been in big moments, and everyone's stepping up. They're taking turns. It'd be, it's nice. It's nice to know this team can win close, gross games, which I've said over and over again, but I love it. And I know Bill loves it. Yeah, and our our guards can rebound, too.
4: Like, Marcus and CB both had double-digit rebounds tonight.
2: And they – out. I
4: mean, our big man – our only big on the roster doesn't rebound, and we out-rebounded a lot of teams, I feel like. Yeah. Like, we out-rebounded Tech tonight. Yeah. And they was, had a stretch
2: where they had a ton of offensive boards. Yeah. It helps that they missed so many shots. But, like, I was surprised to see we out rebound them because we missed a lot of shots, too. But, yeah – this is a big win. I mean, it, it just it prevents us from going 0 and 3 to start, which I was already thinking if we lose this game, like 0 and 3 is not off the table, and 1 and 2 is not off the table. But we're not going 0 and 3, which is huge. And I think this is great for the confidence. It's great for the resume. This is great for the rest of conference play. At Texas Tech is out of the way. That feels amazing to say. Mm-hmm.
4: Amazing. So, yeah, that's a tough conference opener. Yeah, our fan base would have immediately thought 0 and 3. I think fans were giving up on this game when we were down seven with like 10 left.
2: It's just, I mean, it felt yeah. like
4: it could get out of hand with how much harder they were playing, but
2: yeah, it's just so it funny. Is. I mean, so funny KU fans. And I mean, me included, like we get, so we melt down so quick, but like we're a top five team. We've beaten two top 15 teams in the last week. Like it's crazy how, <laughs> how ugly things can look, but we're still just so good. Yeah. And a lot of our question marks,
4: we had so many question marks, and we talked about our how our two best players should be senior Marcus Garrett, junior Dave, who felt like he had a lot riding on his shoulders because they don't have any big men. They didn't bring any big men in, and those two haven't been – like Marcus is always going to be great defensively, but we kind of thought he would be better on the other side, and those two haven't really done much, and they're finding ways to beat good teams. Yep.
2: Yep. It's, it's good. It's fun. I'm uh, – It's good. It's – I uh, I'm just pumped. I'm excited to, like I said, be one and zero in conference and have that out of the way. And we are, like we've said, not close to peaking yet. So, and our um, next two should be our next two will get easier than tonight. So, yep, yeah, fun stuff to <laughs> follow, follow up this disgusting game with a game like who who do we play first? West Virginia or Texas? I can't even remember. It's West Vaugh, Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure. We go from Tech, who might be the grossest team to watch, to West ball who might be the second grossest team to watch. So, oh, not looking forward. to it. Playing West ball is so stressful. You know what we
4: should do if we lose to West Ball? What? Just reschedule Tarleton State right in between Texas and just beat the shit out of them. Give us some confidence back.
2: I love that idea. The flexible scheduling is fun, like just being able to <laughs> – randomly be like we're like who gonzaga just randomly added virginia the other day really yeah they're playing like the day after christmas like that's awesome the I would two, the, yeah. these are like the two most different styles of all time i would love to just be like all right billy gillespie you guys free of covid let's go come to allen let us beat you by 40 so we can prep for shaka but sadly we won't ever get to see that tarleton State game
4: hawks haven't lost since gonzaga Crazy. Hawks haven't lost since Gonzaga, seven in a row. So, two big ones coming up, and then they should rattle off a bunch of wins after that until Baylor. Yep. at least three of those next four: TCU, OU, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. I mean, if they lose to Iowa State, you can pull a Coach K and cancel the season. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, find a way to win these next two. When you go, you start three and zero with that stretch ahead of you. Whew, I'm gonna start getting excited about this team winning the conference.
4: What do KU fans say if we win these next two? Uh, like, we'll start – they'll start like 18-0 in the conference or
2: we're going to win it all. Just harass. And we're going to
4: win them. Goodman. They'll be a close game.
2: Just harassing Jeff Goodman for saying we're not talented. <laughs> um. Yeah, so freaking West Vaughn and Texas will probably be
4: – they might both be top ten teams when we play them.
2: Close, so. I think West
4: Vaughn is it. West Faw's at like seven or eight, and then Texas is right around the top ten.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. survive in advance. Keep winning, baby. That's all we need. <laughs> but... of tournament. Yep, Just treat it like that. But all right, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby, I took a half and she took the
1: whole thing and slowed down.